joined today by three cast members from our next main stage production which is Amadeus from the 14th to the 18th of November. We have Emily McCormack, we have Paul Deneen and we have Nathan and I can't believe really forgotten how to say that. Chatelier. Chatelier. I mean what a name that is just so amazing. Now Emily and Nathan you are brand new to Patney yeah. Theatre Company, am I right? I volunteered no. about 10 years ago on your production of Fox Finders. What took you so long? Uh, university, oh, life, taxes. And have you been doing theatre elsewhere? Yeah, yeah. I did a panto just before Covid. 127 shows. Sleeping Beauty. Were you the beauty? I was, I was the rabbit and Prince Charming. And Emily, you are brand new and I'm assuming you've done many things before elsewhere. So, I've done things with Tower Theatre. That was one of my first times I ever did like a full-scale production and then I've done loads of stuff I've done stuff at the Royal Court I've done film and television oh, we have professionals darling oh, in the room no, we have no. professionals <laughs> well welcome to thank Hatley. you I'm thrilled that you've been cast I know that rehearsals are going particularly well and of course we have Paul Deneen, who our listener will know, starred in Great Expectations as Jagger's Amos. Brilliant. And now you're back as I am back. Salieri. I've got one under my belt, as you said, with Great Expectations. And yes, back for Salieri. And how's it going? Wonderful. What a great character. I right. saw this movie when I was about 16 and I said, when, when I'm old enough, I'd really love to play that part. And here it is. It's ingrained in my memory, some of those speeches, just so memorable. And how are the speeches coming along, Dale, I asked? The speeches are good. I've concentrated on them for quite a while now. They, they go in quite a bit easier. In the shower? In the shower. The oh, in the shower, on the bus. <laughs> in yes, I've, been, I've gotten crazy looks from people on the bus because I've forgotten where I am and, and my lips have been moving and I am that crazy man on the bus. Nice. For the art, for the yeah. art. For the art, exactly. <laughs> of course, yeah. that's what we do. And for those who don't know, that obviously this is a fictitious story that Peter Schaffer has invented for the relationship between Salieri and Mozart. What are the main elements of Salieri's character? What makes him such a fascinating character to play? He's a contradicting character. There's a lot of conflict going on in him. He's driven by his vow to God and to the church that he made when he was sober 16, as he calls himself. And he's tried to live by those principles uh, all his life. And it's been successful until a certain somebody shows up. Uh, and I was going to say, and then town. suddenly, <laughs> da, 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 in comes the new boy on the town, the prodigy, the young genius that is Mozart. Mm. So Nathan, tell me, what? How much fun is it playing a potty-mouthed? <laughs> Natural. No acting required. <laughs> Not a bit. It's lovely. It's lovely. It's almost one of the challenges has been a character that's so kind of simple in intention most of the time. You know, he says exactly what he thinks. It's it's almost Shakespearean, you know. How refreshing as well. Yeah. Instead exactly. of having a filter that we all have. But how refreshing as a character to have that freedom to be able to say, this is what's happening. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's absolutely sincere. And that's one of the, the odd challenges. I'm used to come, kind of, how do I play this? You know, what's what's the subtext here? Yeah. The, he, he says what he means 99% of the time. Oh, how amazing. And now, of course, and in comes 
Constanza. Hello. The wife of... Now, I don't know this, so you can tell me, how do you guys meet? Well, wow. uh, <laughs> he was actually engaged to my sister before. Oh, excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. But that's absolutely fine because my sister went absolutely not. You can have him, basically. I mean, historically, Constanza has wrote in her diary about Mozart from the day she met him. From when wow. she was 16 years old. A massive crush then. A massive, wow, massive okay. crush. It, it was like Harry Styles of the day. So, so marrying your idol, basically. Yeah, Ooh, okay. she did that. Uh, so that is how he originally met Constanza. And then they started courting when she was 19. And I think he was 25. Okay, well, that's not too bad. That's no, not indecent. No, and and she doesn't care if it is either way. And, is it, and it is a proper love match. There's no... You, oh, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Now, now, so I'm assuming that music might have featured fairly heavily. How's that actually being interwoven into the play? Because there's a lot, I'm assuming. And we don't have a live orchestra, no, spoiler alert. But so how's that work? I mean, do you play the piano yourself? I have been taught piano in the past. So that, that helps. Sure. It, oh, it you know, really you know, like, helps. Where the house is supposed to be. <laughs> I, two months isn't quite enough time to rival the the world's greatest maestro. But Do you know, I don't you know, think anyone's expecting you to my I think you're fine. I think you're okay. <laughs> oh, that's very generous. But. <laughs> Interestingly, because Salieri is sort of the MC of the play, Mozart doesn't really have much uh, autonomy over his music. It's mostly introduced by Salieri's character mm. rather than Mozart's. Now that's interesting because I'm, it's born out of, a, I would like to think, it's equal admiration and jealousy from a Salieri because this child prodigy has literally, well not child, I mean you're an adult by then, aren't you? has come in and just is extremely talented. And is that where the jealousy comes from? The fact that you're not there, that you're at a different level? Yeah, I don't think the admiration is quite there in Schaffer's play. And I think this is the difference between the truthful story about Salieri and Mozart. And uh, history seems to suggest they had a lot more admiration and time for one another. But Schaffer's really dialed it up to 11. And mm. um, So basically he's turned it into the crown. Yeah. So basically, yeah. it's a yeah. small grains of truth. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone knows the characters, but actual fact and fiction are quite far diametrically removed. Well, it's hard to tell the difference sometimes, and you don't really know where he's blurred the lines beautifully. But to your point about the music, he's stitched the music in absolutely mm. beautifully. Like we've realised through doing the music yesterday that almost throughout his speeches, it matches up to the music almost perfectly at times. How amazing! And it is wonderful. It really does underpin and bring the whole show to life I think well thankfully seeing it is about the music as well good to know yeah phew now where, whereabouts in the lifespan does of does the play take place is it over a period of months or years or mm, decades, decades oh decades so it starts off in 1820 1823 it starts yeah. off Salieri is an old man and he's talking about his memories of his mm-hmm. prime going back to 1781 almost or even uh, before, before that 1781 yeah. is when Mozart died so it spans way back to just set me around the 1770s I think when he first moved to, to Vienna yeah so you see a lot. You see the characters go through a lot of change and age as well. And how's that happening on stage from a production point of view? I, I imagine, mm. Paul, you're not being, you're not donning <laughs> a wig. You might be donning a wig. Oh, I don't know what's happening. I've just been told, surprise. do not cut my hair. That's oh. all I've been told. Well, I so can't far. wait. Maybe it's mm. slicked back. Who Possibly. knows? Maybe mm. you have a little bald cap put on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard talk of a ponytail. <laughs> so, so, so it spans from your, from, from your 
as an old man, then looking back, being more reflective. Going back into the action and carrying back through to being an old man again. Yeah. So what an opportunity as a performer to be yeah. able to transform on stage from a 70-year-old. And there's no real costume or makeup changes that's mm. all done through the physicality and the voice. And we know how good you are doing that because we Thank all you. came to see Great Expectations. Mm. I did have to change up a few times, didn't I? And you were fabulous, particularly in the bonnet, I thought. Lovely, yes. <laughs> yeah. That was Paul's favourite bit. I yes. only got one run at the bonnet, but uh, oh. I made sure I got one on. Yeah, you, you missed it if you didn't see it. A joy to behold. <laughs> now Mozart... Does he age? So where do we see him? He starts from... So Mozart starts age 25, and then we see him go to 35, which is the year that he passed away. I didn't realise he was so young. So I know, young. ignorance over here. And he here. composed something like, I can't remember, about 800 pieces that he was composing from the age of four or five. Oh. So he was absolutely prolific. He was writing, you know, dozens of pieces every single year of his life. He never stopped. He was a machine. He was writing at least one a month. That is the only thing that is actually phenomenal, mm. isn't it? It's amazing. And it this production includes mu- music from the Magic Flute, yes. Don Giovanni, the Requiem, Night. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Cosimo oh. Tutti, Marriage of Figaro. Oh, oh lovely. Oh, yeah. All the classics. All the big ones. Yeah, all the big hits. Exactly. All the Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> now that's what I call Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely Constanza. So she starts off the play as 19, so a child, and progresses from young, bride, excited, giggly, girly, to wife to mother, and then to businesswoman. So I guess yeah. when Mozart dies, I mean she takes over his legacy. She does, mm. yeah. So she would get the I mean they probably didn't have rights in those days, <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. But basically to make sure that his legacy isn't sullied in any way. That, that was that, that was is, basically her, her life after that. Which is some responsibility. Yeah, no and, no pressure. <laughs> and maybe we say, you know, thanks to Constanza that we have the music here today. We wouldn't have had the Requiem if it wasn't for her. Mm. So genuinely we wouldn't have yeah. had it now. Because it wasn't finished. And then she hired two people to finish it. And... I've, re- I've read books about her and the things that she did to make sure that her husband had a legacy because she really believed in his talent, including like her own children who she had so much passion in as well. And you- she lived till the age of 80 and never once. <laughs> yeah, which was quite good for a lady of it her is. time. I mean, that's... Yeah. So I was pretty proud of her that's when I read that. Yeah. I know, we've got some girls. So now how are the rehearsals? We've got almost two- just over two weeks. So it's two weeks on mm. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. How's it all gone? What's been the rehearsal process like? Has it been fun? Yeah. You can't really say no to that question, can you? I asked ask everybody. Absolutely hated it. Awful. Every moment. Uh, It's been really, really, really fun, especially working with these two. Mm. I'm learning so much. It's so, so fun. It has been a blast really getting inside this character and, and working with Ian again. He has a very interesting approach. He really does get it right up front and really drills at home. And we're now in sort of that home stretch now where we get to enjoy it. Even just doing the run of Act One today, which is the first time we've done it. It, was, oh, it? it came together yeah. really well. He has a very clear vision. He does. And all the hours and weeks of hard work pays massive dividends at the end mm. because it's always such an incredibly polished and accomplished production. So we're very lucky to have Ian and very lucky that he chose so well. Mm. <laughs> now, the costume, so obviously clearly it's a period piece set in the 18th century. So I'm imagining the costumes are out of this world. Amazing. Simon Crump. Simon Crump. Incredible yeah. costumes. I mean, Simon Crump is the master of mm. costumes, mm. by the way. People, if you haven't worked with him before, then then you've been spoilt. Oh. Because his attention to, t- to detail yeah. is phenomenal. And I know that he 
always makes people look incredible. Mm. What's your favourite outfit? I would have to go with probably the outfit that I wear in the very first scene when we get introduced to Constanza. Nice. And I've got more costume stuff happening on Wednesday, so TBC. Right, it's not even there yet. <laughs> it's not it's... even there. <laughs> and you must have amazing costumes. I look absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but we went Brilliant. to the National Theatre building to try on the costumes, and we went to the Georgian section and happened to take out loads of costumes from the production of Amadeus mm. and the National Theatre did. Yeah. So yeah. we, Paul yeah. and I, both got to try on Salieri's golden pants. And, from and, and, and Amadeus. have you hired them, or did they go back? No, unfortunately, they haven't been. They didn't make the short list. I'm going to say it's because they were too expensive and not because they didn't fit, Mm, darling. Of course, thank you. Yes, my pleasure. Lucian Mazzamati's pants. And they had scuff marks on the knees from where he prays to God in every performance. I mean, that's pretty phenomenal, isn't it? Mm. Just to be able to try them on. Oh, yeah. Uh, Even though you haven't got them. But I know the end result (laughs) will be just as spectacular. And out of the thousands and thousands of coats that we found for Salieri, (laughs) or the thousands of coats that were there, the actor's name in the coat that we selected is exactly my surname as well. No! So it's Peter Deneen wore that. Stop it! Yes, Creepy. wore that one coat 20 years ago in, That's a, national, in a national production. So, mm. mind they blown. To, to take out Peter and put Paul in. <laughs> exactly. Just keep the same initial key, P. Deneen. Oh my God, that is phenomenal. That is phenomenal. Isn't and it? If, if you're lucky enough to go up there, it is, it's oh, just vast. Beautiful. The number of costumes. Mm. So exciting. I've never been. I don't I'm think really I've been allowed. <laughs> Do you want to come in my bag on Wednesday? Can I? You yeah, can. Thank you. Be very good, I promise. I won't touch things. <laughs> so we have just over two weeks to go. <laughs> yes, are we ready? Are we prepared? We are readier with every rehearsal. Yes. We're going to arrive right at the right time. Mm-hmm. It's oh, got great energy. That's perfect, isn't yeah. it? When you know when you've hit the yeah. the spot. And, yeah, nice one. Now today you're rehearsing all day yeah. from nine o'clock. Where are we here from? Ten o'clock. Ten. I think oh. we've got a bit of a line. At nine a.m. I was waiting at the bus stop. Yeah. Digesting wow. breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Until six today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I know I don't have to remind you to buy your tickets, but if you haven't got them already, shame on you. Please go to the website, www.putneyartstheatre.org.uk. Performance dates are 14th to the 18th of November, plus the matinee, let us not forget that, mm-hmm. at 3pm on the Saturday. Tickets are selling quickly, as Ian keeps reminding me, so get on there, sort it out. Come along and support this production. I know it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. This is going to look visually stunning. Mm. The acting is going to be off the scale. It will rival, quite frankly, the West End production from 1979. You heard it here first. Come and see it, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you very much, my loves. Thank I'll see you. you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. This is a real Putney Theatre Company production. Do share the podcast with your friends and take a look at our website, searching online for the Putney Theatre Company. So that's it for now. See you next time. Bye.